0: Some of them will be some of those that, uh, that was God had given Dr. Bailey on last week. Uh, and uh, then, of course, we will give continue to give what God had given us uh, two weeks ago as we were preparing to stand and share his word. But the Lord knows so this is the this is a part two of what was given from last week. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you now. We praise you. We honor you. Heavenly Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus that you just guide us through your word. We pray, Lord God, that not one seed fall to the ground, not one crumb fall to the ground, but let it fall within our spirit. And the Lord God, we pray that it will take hold and it will begin to it will begin to grow, and germinate within us. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I was um, a couple of weeks ago. I was sitting. I was praying. And um, as I normally do every week, hours in the morning, and I heard this word drop in my spirit. And when I heard this word drop in my spirit, I immediately stopped praying and I wrote down what the Lord had said, what the spirit was saying to me. So the title of, of the message today uh, that the Lord had dropped in my spirit is the word, The Prelude, Prelude. God says what we see now is just a prelude of what's coming. It's just a prelude. Now, if we want to define what a prelude is, what it means, it's an action or event serving as an introduction to something that's more important. In other words, there's some things coming down the road. And what we're seeing right now is just a prelude, okay? Now, in Matthew chapter number 24, Matthew chapter 24, and we're going to look at verse number 19, verse number 19, and verse number 19 says in Matthew chapter 24, it says, and woe, that word woe there means grief, and woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days, we're talking about those days, meaning the latter days. When it says, woe, grief unto those uh, uh, that are with child, those that are pregnant, and even those that are giving salt, you know, those that have young children, God says, you know, there's going to be uh, difficulty in those last days, very, very much so. And so, therefore, we have to make sure that we are prepared. And one of the illustrations, one of the illustrations that that the Lord had given was if you th- look at uh, if you have been observing, thank you, Holy Spirit, if you have been observing some of the things that have been happening over in Ukraine, you'll note that there are pregnant women, <laughs> and they're having difficulties because they can't escape like someone else, or they had just had that child so therefore they cannot escape as others and even if they've had that child and having given having to give salt to 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 their children that's very very difficult for them so he says what we're seeing is just a prelude if you can if we can allow our minds to focus and see what's literally happening, and understand that it's going to get even that more worse. All what we're seeing now is just a prelude. And then he says now, verse number 20, But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. So I said, okay, God, what are you saying? Uh, um, Pray that the flight will not be in the winter. And here in in chapter number 24, is talking about the end times, okay? And so when we think about the winter, things are very difficult to travel. Travel is difficult uh, in the winter. Uh, There are adverse weather conditions. Things things are not as simple as it would be if you're going to travel in the springtime. Once again, I ask that you take your mind back to the people in, in uh, Ukraine and over in that area. Now, it is very, 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 very cold. And I understand now, it's very difficult to travel in the wintertime and you're outside. Remember the, the key thing. It is a prelude. What we see now is a prelude is just events that are, are going to happen. And we're going to show all that through the Scripture, okay? And let me say this. <clears throat> please, ma'am, and please, sir, keep an open mind. <laughs> I'll use one of Minister Tom's words. Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Because if you don't keep an open mind, you're going to miss what God is saying. So you got to keep an open mind, all right? It talks about also about... Uh, making sure that your flight don't be on the Sabbath. You have to understand that back in those days, um, when they were dealing with the Sabbath day, the, the people, had the Jews, they had like 613 different laws. And one of those things where you can only travel so far on the Sabbath day. Can you imagine being in a difficult situation and you got to escape and they're telling you you can only travel so far. There are only certain things that you're allowed to do on the Sabbath. Now, the true Sabbath is from Friday evening up until Saturday, okay? if we're going to be honest with the Word of God, okay? I, I've been to Jerusalem, so I know what they do on the Sabbath. Oh, we were there and, and, uh, <laughs> on a mission trip, and on, on Fridays, on Friday evenings, that you, no cooking, no nothing, only one elevator ran. Even though they had two elevators, only one ran if you were in your, in your hotel. Uh, other than that, they didn't cook. If you want to eat, you just have to eat what you brought. <laughs> uh, and when it came down to the next, the next morning, uh, when it came down to breakfast, wasn't no luxurious breakfast. If you went down, that was cereal, and you would feed your own self your cereal. So there are restrictions on a lot of things when it comes to the Sabbath day. And so we have to understand that whatever God is saying in his word here is just a prelude to what's coming. Now, I want us to go to the book of St. Luke, St. Luke, chapter number 23. Hmm. St. Luke, chapter number 23. I'm just going to teach... You know, because I want us to make sure that we get it. Amen. St. Luke chapter number 23. And looking at verse number 20. I'm going to, it says 23. St. Luke chapter 23. I'm going to look at verse number 28. It was not up there, but we started with 29. But I'm going to, we're going to look at verse number 28. I'm going to read it. In Luke chapter twenty three. It says, But Jesus turning unto them says, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. This is right before the doing right before the time of the crucifixion. Okay? Now, verse number twenty nine says, For behold the days are coming in the which they shall say, Blessed are the barren and the wounds that never bear and the paps which never gave suck. In other words, if you if you have never really given birth or you were just barren, he was saying you were, you were blessed because it's difficult to make a journey and you got children to watch after. Amen. That's what's going on now. We want you to take in mind, whatever you've seen, don't think, oh this is not true. Trust. What's happening is a, a a fulfillment of a prophecy, and we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get through all of that. It's a fulfillment, but it's a prelude. What we see, a prelude of what's yet to come. I, I know when I heard here the Lord, He says a prelude, just like when He said there was going to be an economic collapse. You need to go back and you need to listen to that word, December the twenty sixth. It's on Facebook. Go back and listen. God told us before it ever happened, and it's happening now, and it's going to get worse, okay? But don't be afraid, children of God, amen? We don't have to be afraid because God got us, amen? Now, let's go to 2 Thessalonians, book of 2 Thessalonians. We won't be before you long, okay? And we're going to look at chapter number 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2 and we're going to begin reading at verse number 3. It says, let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of prediction. Now, most people think that when they talk about the falling away, they, 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 they're thinking, that, oh, a lot of people, we're going to see them, they're falling away from church. That's true. But that's not what this text is talking about. What we, what we are going to find and what we are finding, that there will be people that will be defecting from the faith renouncing the kingdom of God, the changing of their citizenship. People that at one point that were walking with God, they're going to start denouncing their faith. And you're going to see them changing from walking in the kingdom of light and then they're going to begin walking in the kingdom of darkness. See, Satan is so crude, so shrewd, and so conniving. See, that spirit of deception has to come. I hear the Holy Spirit say, not time to release that yet. Okay. Thank you, Lord. We've got to be careful that we are not deceived by the adversary. Because the Bible talks about how he can change himself and make himself look like an angel of life. That's why you've got to know the word of God. And you have to you have to seek God, you have to seek the Holy Spirit to teach you and, and ask him to give us a discernment to know who's real and who's not real. Because everybody that sits in the pew, or everybody that says Lord's Lord, is not genuine in the faith. We will see people defecting from the faith. So many people are giving up on God, not realizing he is the only hope that we have. He is the only hope that we have. Okay? So make sure we, we don't, we're not following, and we've talked about this, we're not following the wrong voice. Because the Bible says there are many voices out there. There are many voices. But the Bible also says this, my sheep hears my voice, and a stranger he will not follow. So if 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 we're following a stranger, a voice that's not of God, that means we're not a sheep of God. At least that's what the book says. Amen. That's what the Word of God says. Now, going back now, let's look at verse number 4. Okay, we're talking about things that, that, that's going to be happening. we got to make sure that we are very much alert in the spirit, in the spirit realm. Because, you know, our flesh do get weak. Our flesh get weak. Now, verse number 4 now in Second Thessalonians, verse 4 says, Who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that? Is worship. Watch the indicators that will come in these last days. You will find the one he opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. In other words, he's going to put himself in a position to the point where he's going to be saying he's God. That's why you've got to have the discerning of the spirit. He wants worship. He wants to sit there. Huh. be careful, oh, be careful who is on the throne of your heart. We've got to be very careful who is on the throne of our heart. We have to ask ourselves the question. Who is on the throne of my heart? What God do I have sitting on the throne of my heart? Hmm. Now, let's move on. Let's go now to the book of Daniel. Go to the book of Daniel. Remember we talked about one sitting. He's opposing worship. And he's opposing God. And now as we look at the book of Daniel, chapter number 11. And this is where you're going to have to follow me very closely. Very closely. Is it there? Daniel, chapter number 11, verse number 36. Are we there? Is it on the screen? Okay. Okay. Now, verse 36 in the book of Daniel, chapter number 11, it says, And the king shall do according to what? His will. It's a leader. This is a leader. He shall do according to his will. And he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above, what it says, Every God. He's going to exalt himself. And he's going to speak marvelous things against the God of gods. He's going to be speaking against God. And shall prosper. Isn't that not interesting? And shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. In other words, that that leader... He's going to prosper, that's what the word says. He is going to prosper till, there's a time frame, till the end of nation be accomplished. Whatever needs to be accomplished, that leader is going to prosper. Then it says, for that, that is, deter- that is determined, shall be done. Now, that was a scripture that was read last week. Some of us may have missed it, okay? Because I understand, as things going forth, and some things can be a shocker, okay? Now, looking at verse number 37 and Daniel chapter number 11, are we there? Watch, watch this, watch this. It says, we're talking about this, This it's a world leader now. Do y'all not know Satan is not going to run around here? The spirits, spirits going to be running around here? Little naked spirits, uh uh-uh. uh. That spirit's going to live in somebody, okay? It has to. It it has to have a body. Spirits has to to have a host. I guess that's the word I need to use. A host where they can they can live in. Okay. Now watch watch this. Let, keep your open mind. Now verse thirty seven says, "Neither shall he regard." In other words, he is not going to have any respect. It says, "Neither shall he regard the gods." Of his fathers, nor the desire of men, nor regard any God, for he shall magnify himself above all. In other words, he's going to exalt himself above all. He you don't have no respect. Now watch, watch 38. Watch, watch 38. 38. Verse number 38. It says, But in his estate... His lands, his land mass, okay? He shall, it says, but in his estate, his land mass, shall he honor the God of forces. And a God whom his father knew not shall he honor with gold and silver and with precious stones and pleasant things. In other words, what he is going to be honoring and who his God is going to be will be his military might and his money. That's what he's going to regard. That's what he's going to honor. Not the God of gods, the God that we know, the true and the living God. But his military might hmm, will be his God. His money will be his God. Hmm. Land mass. Now, verse number 39 in, in, in the book of Dan, uh, Daniel, chapter 11, verse number 39, it says, Thus shall he do in the most strongholds with a Strange God, whom he shall acknowledge and increase with glory, and he shall cause them to rule over many, and shall divide the land up, divide the land for gain. What is his purpose? When he's dividing the land, his purpose is for his own gain. His own game. That's his purpose. When he began to get all this land, we going to get there. <laughs> That's his purpose. It's for his own game. Verse 40 says this. Watch this. It says, and at the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him. And the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind, with chariots, horsemen, and with many ships. And he shall enter into the countries, with an S, and shall overflow and pass over. Now, we know when the text is written, we know we do not do horse and buggies right now. Because if you're doing a horse and a buggy right now, you got a, we got a problem with you. You, you need to be in the sidewalk because we don't do horse and buggy right now, huh? No more. That, that, that's gone. That's over. Now, when you're talking about the king of the south, now this is where you got to keep going because we're going to go to the scripture. He's talking about Israel, and when he's talking about the king of the north, he's talking about Russia. We're going to show it to you through the Word. See, this is why you got to do more than read the book. You got to study. Is that not what the Word says? You study. Okay. When he talked about, all, oh, he was going to come like a whirlwind. Remember now, we're talking about a prelude. What you see now happening is what you're going to see later, but on a greater Level, are we understanding? Amen. Okay. All right. Okay. Ukraine, Russia, all this prelude. What's coming? Now let's go to Ezekiel. This is where some of the things. Ezekiel chapter number thirty-eight. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter number thirty-eight. Ezekiel thirty-eight. And we're going to start with verse number 2. Ezekiel is given a prophecy here. This is a prophecy. Okay? Let me tell you something about prophecies. Sometimes they may happen immediately. Sometimes they may be 7 years, 10 years, 15 years. They might be 3,000 years, 2,000 years. But they will fulfill themselves. Okay. Now, Ezekiel chapter number 38, verse number 2. Verse number 2. And he says, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief priests of Meshach and Tubal and... Prophesy against him. All right, now let's see what these names mean. You know what Dr. Benner brought forth about the uh, 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 demons, demonic territory, demons ruling over the territory. Y'all remember that last week? You remember we talked about spirits got to have a, a host to live in, got to have a body. Okay, you got to have a body. Now, that word God, Gog, G O G there. It it means a national leader. It's a leader. It's a world leader. The Bible says, Son of man, set thy face against God, that world leader. Then it says, the land of Magog. When you go back and you research, Magog means Russia. When you do your studies, the, the modern day name for Magog is Russia. Okay? And then it says the chief prince of Meshach. Now the word there Meshach there it means Moscow. Moscow. It's in Russian. Okay? See this is this is why we got to know where we are. And then it says and Tubo now Tubel that means turkey. Our modern day turkey. Okay? And it says prophesy against him, prophesy, all right, now, it continues, as we're continuing, now, verse number three says this, and say, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against thee, oh God, I mean, that that, that world leader, that national leader, the chief prince of Meshach, which means Moscow, and Tuba, which means Turkey. Okay? Now right now Putin is over Russia, right? I wonder who it's gonna be when we really hit the end time, end time. All of it has a purpose, it all it all has a plan. It had the, the, the prophecy has to be fulfilled. Okay. And then verse four says in Ezekiel chapter number 38, he says, And I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth and all thine armors, your horses, your horsemen, all of them clothed with all sort of armor. Even a great company with bucklers and shears, all of them that's handling the sword. God, so I'm going to deal with that. See, remember now, this is a prelude. I heard that word. This is a prelude of what's yet to come. God allowing us to see it now, but it's going to get worse on down the road when the end time comes, okay? Now, let's go to verse number 14 in Ezekiel chapter number 38. Are we there? Verse number 14. You remember we talked about Israel? Do we have that up? Okay. It says in verse 14, Therefore, son of man... Prophesy and say unto God. Remember, God is that, that world leader. Thus saith the Lord God. God is speaking here. In that day, that day, Pacific day, in that day when my people of who Israel dwelleth safely, shall thou not know it? Because he's speaking to that world leader. He says when they are dwelling safely you see the ultimate goal is for them to destroy israel that's the ultimate goal that's why what you see right now is to the point where uh it's not going to stop it's going to continue it's going to continue until they have fulfilled their purpose it's just like this you remember with pharaoh and egypt in the bible every time pharaoh got ready to let them go God would harden their heart. <laughs> what do you think is happening now? How many times have they have had a ceasefire, and all of a sudden that changes? See, you. you that's why we got to come out of our our little 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 restricted minds, and we have to we have to learn to connect the Bible from what we've already studied, what's already there, to bring it into our now. All what's happening is every time, well, yeah, the man is crazy. I can give him credit for that. I ain't going to take that away from him, okay? I ain't going to take that away from him. So was Pharaoh, too, because he had God's people. He had God's people. Pharaoh had God's people. Now, and every time he got ready to let them go, he something happened, he changed his mind. But you also know the end results now, what God did to Pharaoh and his army, right? All right. We know that when they chased after God's people, now God allowed them to go through that Red Sea, and next thing you know, they were consumed. Right? Well, it's going to happen the same way. Okay. Now, where am I? Okay. Now, we did verse 14. Looking at verse number verse number 15 in Ezekiel chapter number 38. 15 says, "And thou shalt come from thy place out of the north part." Dr. Manley put up a map last week. Israel is in the north. Not Israel. Russia. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Russia is in the north. Okay? He says now, and thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts, thou and many people with thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company, and a mighty army. Is it not coming with a mighty army? It's, I mean, it just seems like every day it's a more and more, see, the strategy. So you got the the strategy. See, we can learn from the strategy of the enemy even in our own life today. See, do you know what the enemy does to us? He takes a little bit, a little bit at a time until he gets the whole of us. He gets a little bit of us. You know how it is, oh, come on, y'all. It's okay to do this. It ain't that bad. Everybody else doing it. Y'all ain't never heard the devil whisper that in your mouth, in your ear. He, he said, don't. Come on, y'all. He said, I don't, you know, everybody else is doing this. It, it's okay. they getting away with it. Don't you? you just go ahead and do a little bit. He get you to do that a little bit. Then next you know, he got you doing a little bit more. You ain't got away with that. You think, and then you go, you do a little bit more, right? Any guilty people in the house besides me? Because right, we got to be real in the house now. You know, you, 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 you do a little bit more. See, that's how the enemy does until he consumes us. And that's his job. His ultimate purpose is to consume all of us. He wants to be that host. He won't, he wants to live in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're the host. Satan wants to live in us. He wants to take residence up in us. We the we the we hosts. So that's where he won't live. Lord have mercy to think about that. Who living in you? Who living in me? You gotta think about it now. See, we, mm, Lord help us, Lord help us, Lord help us, Lord help us. You know, sometimes we 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 think this is boring, but let me tell you something. I posted something on Facebook, and I and I posted about financial hardship was coming because this is the year of Shemitah. And, and this is before everything took place, before gas went up for anything. And I guess fuel the response, because a lot of times people don't like to, they sneak and look, but they don't want you know, they don't want you to know that they looking and peeping, you understand? So we get this response, uh, but, but God, but God, yeah, but God, God is telling you right now. But if you don't listen, and then all of a sudden they say, what are we gonna do? I said, God didn't already told you it's gonna be hard times. Before hard times came, God told us about putting up. God told us about saving. God told us about putting some money aside. And they all a butt Yeah, God has not already done it. God has bless a whole lot of folks, but they're spending up the money. And when the hard times come, they're going to say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, G- God is not a liar. He said he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. So he blesses us. We just misuses the blessings. I'm not talking about what something I don't know. I'm talking about something that I've had personally experienced. Personal experience. Amen. I keep telling y'all. Like, like Lord, and see, we've got to be careful when God speaks to us. God spoke to me and said, Go get gas. It was three dollars and nine cents. I said, okay, God, I'll get tomorrow. Now, God spoke to me right then. He said, go get the gas, $3.09. You know what I did? Oh, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. When I go to tomorrow, it was $3.29. It had jumped to 20 cents. But I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. We need to start listening to the Master. You see, you got ears to hear. You got discerning. You got discerning. Okay, let me continue. Now, Verse number sixteen in Ezekiel chapter number thirty-eight. Oh yeah, mercy can't see it. It says, "And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel." See, the last end time, the end of the end time, the whole purpose is to take out. I ain't talking about that little, little, them, little Israelites that's over there now because not make real. We're talking about the one that that's been scattered and that's going to be brought back. Okay. Now it says, "And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel." as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the what days? Latter days. This is verse 16. It shall be in the latter days, and I will bring thee against my land, that the heathens may know me, when I shall be sanctified in thee, O God, talking to this national leader, before their eye. You see, God's people is not what we should be. See, we're, all, we're we're Israelites. We're not what what we supposed to be. We're not where we supposed to be. But thank God for the Holy Spirit that can help us. Amen. Because nobody has a ride. Let let, let, let me tell y'all something. What Holy Spirit dropped to me. You know the 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 basketball player that they have holding hostage in Russia, and they claim. That because she had some, uh, or marijuana, or you know, the oil that they smoke in the in the little pipe, the vape, vape, whatever you call that thing. They claim that they consider that drugs, and they they got a drug charge on her. Okay, you know what the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit? Dang you why they got her. I'm gonna tell you why they got her. Thirty-two percent of russia do not believe in gayism and lesbianism and homosexuality they are holding her this going out into the world they are holding her because she is gay got nothing to do with no drugs and listen i think minister adams read a scripture this morning thank you holy spirit first corinthians chapter number six and they were talking about those that, uh, abuses mankind. Talking about sin. They, they, uh, they, you know, they, at one point, you know, that's how they were. However, now they were washed. But that wasn't the only sin that was listed in that verse that he read. Y'all remember the verse he read? It talked about fornicators, huh, whole mongers, whole nine yards. It talked about all of them. But Russia is holding that lady because I couldn't understand it. I said, God, I do not understand this. Why? Because the lady had been going over there time after time after time playing basketball for years. She ain't just now started taking no, no, no oil, marijuana oil over there. she been doing it. Been doing it. But they got her because of her lifestyle. Just pray that she does not become a sacrificial lamb. Because that's what they want to do. And put names to it. Okay, let me keep going. Let me keep going. Now, verse number 17. Get her. Verse number 17. Now, Ezekiel chapter number 38. It says, Thus saith the Lord God, Art thou he? Of whom I have spoken in old times by my servants the prophets of Israel, which prophesied in those days many years that I would bring thee against them. See that that last battle has has a whole lot to do with Israel, God's chosen people, yeah, you know, and and the, the the king that comes from the north. Okay, now looking now at verse number eighteen. 18 says, and it shall come to pass at the same time when God, which is that national leader, that, that, that demonic spirit that's gonna be ruling in, gonna be, be hosted, that, that national leader will become that host for that spirit, okay? Now it says, and it shall come to pass at the same time when God shall come against the land of Israel, said the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face. In other words, when you start touching God's people, God get mad. God will get mad. He said, I'm, I'm going to deal with that. That's why you got to be careful when you begin to uh, uh, touch or put your, put your mouth on God's people. Because God said, I'm going to deal with it. He said, I'm going to deal with it. Now watch, watch this. Watch, watch, watch God at work. Watch God at work. Now look at Ezekiel chapter number 39. And... We're going to do, read verses one through six. Okay. Are we there? Ezekiel chapter number 39. Verse number one says this. He says, now, therefore, thou son of man, prophesy against God. That's that national leader and say, or the world leader and say, thus said the Lord God, behold, I am against thee, O God, that, that world leader. The chief prince of Meshach, that, that means Moscow, and Tuba, which is the which is the southern part. Uh, in other words, they're talking about Russia and Ukraine. That when you do your research, that those script those uh, names there in the modern day language, it means talking about Russia and Ukraine. And then it says verse number two. And I will turn thee back and leave but the sixth part of thee and will cause thee to come up from the north part and will bring thee upon the mountains of Israel. When you think about the sixth part, when you think about six six, those that, you know, math, you know, we, we were in elementary, we had that five six, four six and three six and all that. He said, I'm going to only leave one six. In other words, he going to kill off five six of the people. Almost the whole thing. Okay? Almost the whole. Now, verse number three says this in, in Ezekiel chapter number 39. It says, And I will smite thy bow out of thy left hand and will cause thine arrows to fall out of thy right hand. Verse four says, Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel. In other words, those that' are coming up against God's people, they are going to fall. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all of thy band and the people that is with thee, I will give thee unto the ravenous birds of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. In other words, that's going to be such mass killing. we're going to see that. Mass killing, then the birds is going to come and they're going to eat. If you go over to the Revelation, it talks about that. They're going to be eating up their flesh. You know how it is when a bird sees something dead in the road. You just have to blow the horn and just about run over them because most time they're eating, they won't move. God said, this is what's going to happen. He said, he said, I'm going to feed them. Now, verse number 5 says, Thou shalt fall upon the open field, for I talk about God... I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. And verse 6 says, And I will send a fire on Miga, which is Russia, and among them that dwell carelessly in the owls, and they shall know that I am the Lord. When God gets through, they're going to know that God has made a visit to this place called earth. <laughs> They're going to see it. Now let's look at. Verse number 11. Through 13. In the 39th chapter of Ezekiel. Okay. Now look at verse number 11. It says this. And it shall come to pass in that day. That I will give unto God. A place. There of graves. Where are the graves going to be? Talking about Verse number 11. Ezekiel chapter number 39. In other words, that national leader and all those that's with them, their graves now is going to be in Israel because they're going to come up against Israel. That's the the end, the end day time, the end time, okay? It says now, and it shall come to pass in that day that I will give unto God a place there of graves in Israel, the valley of the passengers on the east of the sea. And it shall, and it shall stop the noses of the passengers. And there shall they bury Gog, talking about that national leader, world leader, and all of his multitude. And they shall call it the valley of Hamagog. In other words, the multitude of Gog, the, it will be the multitude of that leader, that world leader. And the reason why they said talking about the nose is going to be stopped, it's going to be smelling that bad. All right, have you know there are so many dead bodies now, just like, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, during the first part of the pandemic, when people were dying so, they had mass graves. They threw people in. Now, the older the Bible says they're going to stop, the old they the, 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 stop their nose. In other words, th- there's going to be a horrible, a, a horrific smell that's going to be there. And, but, it's going to be the people that came up against Israel. It's said the multitude of God, that national leader. Uh, Gosh, I'm, I'm gonna take them out. And that's what God's gonna do in the end He is going to take them out that come up against His people. He's gonna take them out. Now, then He talks, He calls it the multitude of God. Now, the next thing we want to look at is verse number 12. It says, watch, and Dr. Manley graciously, wonderfully covered all this last week. He says, in verse number 12, and he says, And seven months shall the house of Israel be burying of them that they may cleanse the land. Seven months is a long time. That means there's a whole lot of folk going to die. Seven months. Seven months. And then verse number th- uh, 13 says, Yea, all the people of the land shall bury them. And it shall be to them a renown the day that I shall be glorified, saith the Lord God. Now, we have to also understand now that um, some of these places that we've been speaking of, they are north of the Black Sea. Now, the Black Sea is is... is where they're they're, they're trying to travel to now, the Russians, so they can do all of the surrounding because they they want all that territory for themselves. But what's happening is, it's a prelude of what's coming. Now, I'm going to show you this one last last verse. And this got me. Let's go to the book of Zechariah. Zechariah, I want us to remember that God, God's going to take care of his people. He's going to take care of his people. But we, we got to know what's happening. Zechariah chapter number 14. Zechariah chapter 14. Is that there? Verse number 12. Okay. Now this is, this, this right here. This is what we're going to have to pray. Really pray. I'm not talking about no, no, no patty cake prayers. I'm talking about that kind. I mean, the ones that will be on your face before God, okay? Now, Zechariah chapter 14, verse number 12, this is what it says. And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Then it says, their flesh... Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet. Their flesh will be consumed away while they stand upon their feet. And their eyes shall consume away in their holes. Their eyes. They're going to be consumed away. And then it says and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. I said, now when God gave me that, I said, God, what's the not about? I said, well, what, 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 what can do that kind of damage? Keep that verse up there. Keep that verse up there. I said, Lord, what can do that type of damage wherein it talks about their flesh shall be consumed away while they stand upon their feet and how their eyes shall be uh, consumed away from these holes right here. Said, and then said, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. I said, God, what what is it that can bring about that type of damage? And you know what God said to me? He said, you know why everybody, so, they so worried about uh, Russia getting their hands on those nuclear plants? They got those things in there called the fuel port. And you can put those things on, on, on missiles, the, warf- the warheads. And if when it drops radiation, radiation, verse is down, radiation can do this. Radi- when Radiation can consume the body. Think about, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me be simplified. Think about when you when you got cancer and they give you radiation. That stuff burn your body up, right? This is why the world is so scared right here. Because if there is a nuclear blast and that radiation is released, we're in trouble. If they can do it over their seat... The, 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 the Lord spoke to Dr. Mann last week. He said, Putin ain't going to stop. No, he's not going to stop. He wants all of that. He's not going to stop at Ukraine and those other little countries. No, he's going to cross on over. Because the ultimate goal, the, in order to fulfill the total prophecy in Ezekiel, it's got to get to Israel. And it's radiation that can do that. Consume your flesh while you're standing. Why well, do you think they, they got to have something so powerful to kill cancer? Radiation. And most people don't want to do the radiation. They giving you something to make your hair fall out. Come on, y'all. Think about it. Come out of that limited that limited mindset. And think that you know because you don't know world you don't know you need to you need to need to listen a long time ago my son-in-law mr Adams, back there you know i mean we can do some crazy stuff sometime and we had talked i don't even know what was going on at the time and we had bought us some iodine tablets had put them up in the camp they had been up there for some years so finally, I said, well, there ain't nothing going to happen. So we we throw them away. And you know why? I said, okay, Lord. What do we need here? A few months ago, I bought me some iodine tablets. God hadn't even spoken to me. I just knew that with everything going on, with the pandemic and everything going on, I knew that there's going to be something else. And I bought me some what they call Irish moss iodine tablets because that helped with the radiation. See, so we, 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 God God is such a God that he will warn us. The only thing that can do what that scripture says about the consumption of the flesh, your eyeballs is coming out, is release of that radiation from them nuclear plants. Why do you think... You know, Biden is just playing a role. He's just, he's just playing a role too. He's just like Pharaoh. Just, I almost said dumb as a rock, but anyway. All of them, they, they, they just, they just sat in line. I mean, they've been put in line. That's, they're just fulfilling, just like Judas. Judas was sat in line to betray Jesus Christ. Everything that we see, they, they, oh I hear Holy Spirit. They are just players in the chess game they're just players. But all that we are seeing is just a prelude of what's going to happen. But the main thing is we got to remember God's going to take care of us. But we got to hear what the spirit is saying. Cuz he teaches us how to be taken care of before things happen. It's so important. And don't put your say, head in the sand like some of them other folks say. Well, God got it, yeah, He has got it. He's got it. He sure have. But He's teaching you now. Get you at least about a month worth of food up. And let me say this to you: you you tell your family and you tell everybody else that you know. This is this is some things that you need to do. Now, when the stuff hit the fan, don't let them come to your cupboard. And get your stuff out. Because they will. You you put up to take care of your household. You give them the message. Give them. This is what the Lord said. This is what we need to do. And this is listen, this is not the first time God has told us to put up food. He told us to do that before the pandemic hit. He told us to do that. Get you some ready cash, put it somewhere. Don't tell nobody where you got it. What is that? Let me tell you something. Even you remember I told y'all about the God gave me a dream about them digital currency. How about President Biden is pondering on how to get the digital currency going in our nation? God is not warning us for nothing. He's warning us. But all of this is just a prelude of what's going to happen. Prelude. Let's get on our face, y'all. Let's get on our face. Amen. Let's get on our face before the Lord. Amen. A prelude. Prelude. We're just thinking pre-